Oh, wait a minute. I think we just did. Oh, I just did it out. Okay. Hold on. Just one more minute. Yeah, my old computer seems to be particularly slow today. It's, uh, yeah, it's not even working. Well, we've got, you've got a computer, so we're grateful for that. And we see mm-hmm. all things going beautifully. And it's all connecting right, just as it's supposed to be in this moment. Mm-hmm. Waiting for your response. Waiting for your response? It's the computer's telling me it's waiting for a response from the website. So evidently there must be something going on with the website. So I think I started the call. I asked for it to start the call. So here's the thing. So as long as I stay on, as long as I keep my phone on, the facilitator, oh, here it is. It just came up. <laughs> You've probably been recording this. <laughs> okay, it has been. <laughs> it's been recording it the whole time I was. <laughs> so you guys can take well, I'll just leave my phone on and the facilitator code so there's no problem. And if you're willing to do this for me, I, I, I'd be grateful. And um, no problem. I'll talk to you in the future. Okay. Have a great day. All right. Good go. Good morning, Lauren. Morning, Mary Christine. Shall we say a prayer of invocation? A Uh, blessing? Would you like me to do it? Yes. Okay. (sighs) We take a couple of nice breaths together. One moment, please. (laughs) And another breath. We connect in with our breath into the oneness of all life. We give thanks and appreciation, first of all, for our teacher, Jennifer, for facilitating this holy, sacred space and time. We give thanks for all of our teachers, our guides, our angels. We're calling forth wholeness, beauty, authenticity. We're blessing this sacred conversation. We're calling in all of our teachers, guides, and angels to assist us in our authenticity, in our sharing, in our remembering that we are one with the one. And we share the benefits of all with our brothers and sisters in masculine living, finding freedom, all of Jennifer's classes, all of the light workers around the planet, all of the light beings that are helping us evolve into this beauteous new dimension of living in love. And so it is. Amen. Mm-hmm. I've never had the opportunity to visit with you, Lauren. Well, I have been... Uh sort of hiding in the shadows pretty much until pretty recently. 
I was on your side of the country um, a couple of years ago. I was in Vermont. I, I stayed there for six months near near Venerable. I camped out for a couple of months, and then I, I rented a room. And I didn't get to Boston. I was really sorry I didn't get to Boston. I think it would be a lovely place to live. Uh, Boston is, it's, uh, yes, it is, it's a beautiful city. How are you doing? <clears throat> uh, I'm doing well. I uh, have been dealing with a challenge recently. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you know from Facebook. Have you? Uh, I don't do Facebook, but I have been um, transcribing these classes for a number of years. So I um, I don't know your recent challenge. I do know some of the challenges that you've had, and it's um, allowed. I have a, I guess I have a leg up over you because uh, I feel you, you and your presence and your being far more than you know anything about me. If you would like to share with you cha- about your challenge, I'd love to hear it. I was just I was just thinking about what you said. Oh, oh um, yes, my most the most the most recent challenge is that uh, my partner uh, has been diagnosed with uh, bone cancer in his skull. Oh. And, So that is a challenge to accept and and, uh, properly deal with. I'm looking at, at healing. And I, you know, it's bringing tears to my eyes, Lawrence, because I just love how God works. This is a divine appointment. My best friend has been diagnosed with bone cancer in the last few weeks. It's very progressive. We don't know lots, and there's lots of stages and this is and that to go through. And it's, it's not looking great for him as surviving anything um, in this world. And it's been a very great challenge for me. Um, I'm moving in with him so I can help care for him. He's still walking around. It's in his legs. He's still walking around. Um, and it's... Um, it's so perfect that I'm in the Ascension Pathway class so that I can see things differently than I used to. And it's a real challenge to, for me to look at my friends and to see him struggling and to allow it to be the way it is, that it is perfect, just just the way it is. So I've been um, I've been practicing that a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And then there are some days, like yesterday, it's just um, our days that it's just there is sadness that just come wants to come out. I let it. Not in front of him, but I'd let. 
You know, I'm I'm in a place where I have not I am not in this moment accepting the reality of the condition of, of the disease. I'm not accepting the I am refusing to accept the reality of it. And yet at the same time I'm I'm not quite sure what that means. I I feel I feel that this does not have to be. You feel that it what? I feel that it does not have that this that this physical that since the physical body is not real. That's the hard part. <laughs> Accepting the physical body is not real. Yeah, that's the hard part. Well, it's not hard for me to accept that about my own body. Uh huh. At, at least while I'm, uh, barring ha- having, if I'm having pain currently, that that throws me. But, um. <laughs> I really feel as if I I, I haven't uh, really identified with my physical body for for some time now. I've just come to I've just come to realize that I've stopped identifying with it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel it. I don't I, I don't feel my physical body. I feel the energy. I feel the, the life force. My body feels empty. If I interesting. You know, I feel I feel an emptiness, but it's filled with the energy of. of my higher self, which is not confined by my, by the boundaries of my physical body. And you feel that way about yourself, and yet you are having a challenge feeling the other, your friend, your partner, your wife, your husband. Um, so right, my, he's, it's a uh, Rick. We'll just <laughs> call him Rick if we have to, because that's his name. Um, Richard? Yes. Okay. Um, okay, so when I have to, when I have to, conceptualize him as a separate person when I have to visualize him as I'm I'm sitting here by myself right now if I think about Rick I bring a picture into my mind and that's Rick now if I if I do not include this disease in that picture in my mind, 
then it's not there. Right? Right, because it isn't. Because it isn't real. That's right. Whenever I conceptualize my friend George, my friend's name is George, and your husband's name is Rick? Yeah. Okay, Rick. So, in the last few days, I spent a few days over there, um, and I just came back yesterday. <clears throat> and what every time I started to visualize him with a disease or unease or whatever it was, I immediately went to the violet flame. I put him in the light. I put us both in the light. I don't. I do my very best to not go down this road that anything that I'm seeing is really real. Now, it's so tricky because I'll tell you something. I was sitting on the balcony, and this apartment complex doesn't allow pets. But right outside the gate, there's been a setup for as long as he has been there, five years, six years now, going on. Excuse me. As long as he's been there, there's these feral cats, and he's been taking care of them. And I saw him out there, excuse me, feeding the cats on the other side of the gate. And I got the glimpse of, because I first I saw him in his dis ease, dis dash ease, something that uh, Michael Beckwith always loved to talk about, dis ease. I saw him in his dis-ease, and then I thought, what is the deeper picture here? He's one with me. He's my brother in spirit. And I love that spirit, and I love the way he's loving the cat. And I thought, well, that's the real part. The rest of it doesn't really matter. That's the real part. That moment I get to share with this person on this earth right now, of the beauty of what his love is for these cats and his expression of love. I get to witness it, and that's the real part. To me, there is no disease. We go through the game. It's a game. It's like a game, any kind of game. We go through the game of the doctors and the thises and the thats and the thises and the that. It's just the game. The essence of his beauty is not lost. And I go to the, I, I, I really do. I have a mo- the mantra that, um, do you ever listen to Venerable? Yes. Last time she sang a mantra, it's the Heart Sutra. And it's something that I did and learned there and kind of have left, let go. And I do that mantra. Uh, all the time, and there are times when I'm so upset, and the only thing I can do is I can't get through the upset, so I just do the mantra. Gatte, gatte, para, gatte, parasam, gatte, bodhisattva. I just do that and do that and do that, and then I find it easy. I, I find that it, all of a sudden, you know, like taking a magic pill. Then there comes ease. But sometimes I have to do it for quite a while. And it shifts. The energy shifts when I see him again. The energy has shifted. His presence is sweeter and kinder and more gentle and less stressed. That's what I see. I'm a witness. I'm, um, in this case, I may be a helper of assisting him in crossing over. And I don't know if I am or not because it's not up to me. I don't, that's not the part that I am concerned with. The part I'm concerned with is his holy presence, his life, the gift that he's giving me by connecting with me in this form. Do you understand, Lawrence? Yes, yes. Yeah. The other one I do is the Ho'oponopono. 
all the time. I see this disease. I'm sorry I see it. I'm sorry I think I'm separate from him. I'm sorry I see him as a person and not as the beautiful, sparkling, glorious light that he is. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. I do that one a lot, too. Almost constantly. Yeah, I'm... I'm uh, I've been doing that one a lot, too. Yeah. yeah. This is, it's only since uh, we just had this news on Monday. Uh-huh. I've known for a few weeks. So it's still real fresh for you. Real fresh. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I'm. I go between thinking. That this experience, this whole experience is optional, that it doesn't have to, that this doesn't have to, that we don't have to go through it in this particular way. That's right. But I'm no, I don't I don't I feel uh I don't feel clear, I don't feel clear guidance about how to about how to proceed. I mean, I I know that I know that I need to rise above above it. Okay. Is it rising above it or is it that um I have a question? It's easy for me, and that's that's when I go back to my mantra again. It's easy for me to futurize, and I love that word, futurize. Yeah. Based on past experience, we don't know what his trip is, but we do know in the moment what is the most loving thing if we ask for guidance in this moment. We don't know anything about any of the doctors that were appointments that we're going to go to and all of those things. We don't know any of that. We don't know his symptoms, et cetera, all those things that crop up. Being able to be a witness to it is a moment-by-moment thing. I had a, a real anxiety attack a couple of weeks ago when I finally made the decision that I would go and move in with him and help him in this situation. I don't know where it's going to end, the situation. You know what I'm saying? We both don't know. We don't know. But what we are doing and what makes us very very courageous and explorers of the mind and showing up our willingness is that we're willing to be witness to whatever is coming up with us, with our friends, our partners, with the people that we love. And... So when I start to go down the road, oh, God, we got an appointment on September 9th that la la la, and they're going to give us their their medical 
thingy bob and what are the options and oh no, you're going to die in a couple of months or whatever the hell they say. We don't know any of that. And we also don't know that any of that is true. What we only know is what we can do in this moment. And when I go to the place of there's something wrong with George, that his pain, uh, watching him limp or uh, a particularly bad day when his leg gives out or something like that, um, it's being a witness and going back for me to the mantra, putting him in the light. Because this is the moment. This is the only moment. This is the holy moment. And if I want to help George, then I put him in the light. There's only... And then I'm guided to either say something or do something or nothing. But whatever it is, I'll tell you this. My presence in his life brings the ease of his pain. His physical appearance of pain, it does. It's amazing. I can't believe it. I mean, I do believe it because I've witnessed it before with other people, but it's hard to believe that this is it. This is the truth. This is the moment. This is it. This is the only thing that matters. Seeing my brother in the light. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. It's a big discipline. It's a huge discipline. In fact, it's, to me, I've assisted several people in death in crossing over. And to me, it's, in my own family, I've had several people cross over. And most of them, it was actually sudden. It was a certain accidents or things like that, you know, like, your mother's gone, period. End of report. Your brother's gone, period. End of report. That's a different thing to deal with than it is to be able to be present in a person's life when they are going through the process of the appearance of maybe crossing over, right? We still don't know. We don't know what his path is. And it may be that he does, and it may be that he doesn't. And it's not up to me. I just keep putting him in the light, right? And that brings him ease. By me putting him in the light, I can see the ease. Thank you. That's that's very helpful. Yeah. When I was in Vermont, there was a a person who was in masterful living. Uh, She's not anymore. Her name was uh, Julie. Is Julie. And her husband got diagnosed with ALS. And it's supposed to be a two-year deal. It wasn't. He was gone within seven months. And witnessing a person going through not being able to breathe, standing there watching him not being able to breathe and staying in a holy moment, it was a discipline that I was supporting her in doing. And she did so beautifully, so gracefully, so easily. And I'm really drawing on the strength that I was um, giving her then for my own strength now in knowing the truth. I held the truth for her. And it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful transition. I'm not saying that Rick is transitioning. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that there's a possibility and it's a fear, right? Yeah, I I keep the the fear keeps keeps popping up and I'm very yeah. tempted to fall into it. Yes, I, that's I the tempting part. I woke up today with with anxiety, which I haven't had for for, for a long time. 
I had had it. Mm -hmm. It used to be just my usual way of waking up. I've had an awakening, and since then I have not had this anxiety, but this morning I, it, it was it was back. It was not not full force, but enough to enough to remind me. Mm-hmm. I'm the queen of anxiety. I have to tell you. And I can't handle anxiety anymore. I have to stay in the truth. When I go to bed at night now, it's, you know, restful sleep and help me to wake up to the beauty of life. It's all right, sweetheart. It's all right, Lauren. It's okay. Honestly, it's okay. It's going to be okay. It is okay. And you are being guided and led in every moment. Look what this conversation is. This is a divine appointment if there ever was one. See? There's that support of the invisible. And that's what we rely on. Scary to rely on it. I'm, you know, I'm so much more at ease than relying on it now. It's scary to rely on that. And when I do, and when I breathe, I forgot about that part. Lawrence, we got to breathe. We really have to breathe. We breathe in inspiration, inspiration, and we breathe out compassion and love for ourselves and our brothers and sisters. I do that a lot, too, because he gets testy. This guy, he gets testy, he's got his symptoms, he's got his own way of dealing with his own fear, right? And his fear brings up my fear, and, I have, and I'm the one who's staying strong. I'm the one who is being courageous in this situation because I know better. I honestly know better. I know that we're eternal. I know that this is just a figment of our imagination. I know it. And I can't futurize. Absolutely not. September 9th is September 9th. It's not even here. It's not today. Yeah, that's what I have to what I have to keep in mind all the time. You don't have to, Lawrence. You're courageous. You get to. You get to. You get to see it in a different way. Yeah. He uh, six years ago he um, had bladder cancer, mm-hmm. and we went through the whole uh, chemo Nine yards. and everything, and uh, it was pronounced cancer-free. And, but that experience of going through that with him was, well, he was very, very difficult to to be, it was very difficult for me to, it was very difficult for me to be with him. He was, uh, very demanding and needy and uh, uh, he expected mm-hmm. he expected to be taken care Head of and, mm-hmm. yeah, in ways mm-hmm. that I did not think were necessary mm-hmm. uh, and uh, a lot of a lot of Anger and resentment came up. Like I had been, well, I guess you probably, you've, you've transcribed the classes. I, I had AIDS 25, yeah, 25 years ago. And he right. had to take care of me. And, uh, although there was a lot of support for him, he, he didn't. 
he didn't actually have to do that much physically. Um, and this is I, these are the the thoughts that came kept coming up. These are the feelings that kept coming up when I had to take care of him last time. Uh, mm -hmm. I kept thinking, you know, I, you didn't take care of me, and now here I am. Here I am forced to take care of you, and you don't even appreciate it. And, mm -hmm. So let's go back, Lauren. I'm the one that's getting you to... Uh, oh, and and we were like our our relationship had had just before, had just prior to this had just really come to a place where we were going to have to split up. We just mm -hmm. could not. It was we couldn't. Right. And so you did it. You took care of him, right? Yeah, and he got better. And there were lots of resentments, and there were lots of, hang on, there's a, hang on, I'm sorry. There's a gardener outside. I think he's going to be gone in about two seconds. So sorry. Okay, he's gone. So that was then. And yeah. that is exactly what is happening with me because I helped his partner, my friend George, I helped his partner transition in May. And she had a long illness. She had a long illness. And my fear, the anxiety that I had a few days ago before I went over to his house, again to see him the fear and anxiety that I had I knew what I was doing was I was basing it on past experience so futurizing is out and basing what I feel now is on past experience and I refuse to do that I refuse to base what I'm dealing with right now on past experience of how he was such a shit about this or she was such a shit about that or and and what about me and I've got all these resentments against whatever it doesn't matter <clears throat> that's how come I keep going to the mantra in the moment because I refuse in this case I am on the path of ascension I'm on the path of glory. I'm on the path of joy. And if I'm going to do that, and if I am faced with this, with my friend, your partner, right, either or, doesn't matter, I'm going, this is serious stuff. These are opportunities for me to be completely present in the moment and not go back to the old. Not go back to the way it used to be. Because my friend has seen to go back to the old ways of things, right? And that's when I go back to the mantra. That's when I go back and put him in the light. Whenever I start to get any kind of feeling of resentment or upset, I know absolutely, positively, in that moment, there is some either futurizing or pasteurizing. Pasteurizing, that's a good one. Either war. I'm doing one or the other because I'm not at peace in this moment. I'm not seeing the light of him in this moment. And he gets testy and he gets demanding. And I'm not seeing, I refuse to see in the moment that this is based on past experience. This is new. And the moment I see him as my true brother, Things ease. Whatever the situation is, eases. Whatever it is. But it's me standing there when this person is doing his thing and upset and this and that to say my mantra, you're in the light. 
I, I, I'm sorry. Ho'oponopono. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I do it a bazillion times a day because I'm willing to see it differently. I am not willing to grieve for something that isn't real anymore. What's real is he has a beautiful divine spirit, George, my friend. Has a beautiful divine spirit. And I see every action that he takes. There are ways in which he's so kind and generous and so loving. And I just see that. I ask God in that moment when there's upset, right? Upset, whatever upset, I ask God in that moment. How do I see this in the light? How do I, this is, I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve you, God. God, me, God. I'm here to serve God. How can I be the most loving? How can I let go of my resentment, my anger, my upset? How can I let go of it? Help me let go of it. That's all I want. I want to be present in the moment of the truth. It's not an easy path, Lauren. No, it's not. No, honey, it's not. It's the only way. It's a fast track. My God, this woman, Julie, after her husband died, she's just blossomed far beyond all comprehension because she was willing to stand in the truth as best she could every moment she could to stand in the truth. And I'm willing to stand in the truth with my friend George. It's only been 10 years. But you know, soulmates are soulmates. And soulmates aren't always your lovers or whatever. Soulmates are soulmates. You know it. And he, I appear, it appears that Rick is your soulmate. You don't go to what's going to happen after it's over. You can't go to that. You can't go to anything. Because we don't know anything. We only know this moment. And this moment you are supported by a friend. You are supported by the power of masterful living. You are supported by the, and and those are real people. I mean, real in the sense of you could touch them and feel them if you ever saw them, right? Mostly we're supported by the invisible. And we've got earth angels all over the place that are helping us along our path of doing this. All over the place. Yeah, I know. I I see the angels now, and I I can see angels. Cool. Well, calm them. They're waiting for you. I know. I I call on them all the time. Yeah. So I've spoken a lot. I would like you to speak a little bit more if you if you feel like it about anything about any of this. I don't have all the answers. I'm just telling you things that I'm doing. Yeah, it's it's you you really it's it's been really wonderful and helpful. Yeah, I feel I feel much better. Yeah, I've been. Uh, it, I think the main thing that's been troubling me is that uh, 
I keep making it about me. I, these these ideas keep coming up. You know, like oh, the, what, what am I gonna what, what what am I gonna do if? if he dies, what am I going to do? You know, just with my physical life here. And it's, just, and it's these ego thoughts that just keep keep popping up, keep trying to keep trying to get my attention. Mm-hmm. It's very petty. Things. It, it's not, you know, it's not truly troubling. I'm not truly afraid. I, 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 not that fear can be true, but I, I'm not. I, I hear you. We don't have to go on to the main. It's, it's, it's the memory. It's the memory of how. Yeah, it's the it's the past. Mm-hmm. It's. it's it's the ego trying to scare me with, well, this is how it's going to be, and this is how it was, and it's just going to be like that again. And and I know that, I know that I don't have to, that I don't have to buy into that. I know I've come far enough to to know that. It's just. It's 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 weird. It's it's wearisome. It's it's tiring. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sometimes I just <clears throat> there there are times when I just don't feel that I have the strength to do this. Mm-hmm. I just want to. I just want to die. That's mm-hmm. what, if I'm honest, if I not so much now, but even a few a few months ago, it would keep coming up. That really, that really, underneath all this lovely, beautiful thought of enlightenment and and ascension and and all that stuff, I just want to die. But I know I that. I know that that's that's not really me. That's not the real. That's not the true self that wants to die. It's the ego. Right. So why can't I just? Well, I can just let the ego die, can't I? We don't want, you know, something venerable said is that we really don't want the ego to die. That's right. I remember. Want to love it and let it be, and it 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 is our um, alarm clock. Every time the ego talks, it's the alarm clock that I'm thinking a thought of separation. I'll tell you what. A couple of weeks ago, when I found out about George, this has been an ongoing thing, but. Never got diagnosed, never la la la, didn't, whatever, the system, no matter what the reason. But when I found out afterwards, about a week later, I really wanted to die. And there were so many earth angels, so many people around me. I mean, I'm serious. I wanted to die. I just wanted to walk into the ocean and die. Because the thought of going through this with this man I love, again, helping somebody else cross over, I have no idea what's going to happen with me. After I leave this apartment where I'm living with him and he passes, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I'm 66. I don't know what I'm going to do. I just know that God is leading me to help this process, whatever this process is. I don't know. It's a process. Maybe he's going to have a miraculous healing 
in a physical body. Maybe he's going to go on for years, and that would be great. We don't know. I was so upset with the thought of, my God, what am I going to do without my last friend, my last best friend? What am I going to do? No children to take care of me. I'm an older woman, this and that. I don't know. I'm going to move in with this man and help him in this process of his healing. Because it's a process of healing for Rick, too. It's a process of their healing. How it manifests, we don't know. It's okay. We have to make it okay. Because it is okay. We don't know. Man, I was ready to walk into the ocean and here comes an earth angel. My sister-in-law, out of the blue, calls me up and says, come here. Come to me. Come to me for a couple of days. And I got infused with love and dogs and this and that and remembered. It's okay, Christine. It's okay. Whenever we're in this process, we are not alone. We are never, ever alone. And what we need to help us will be there. We call for it. We call for it every morning. We call for it at noon. We call for it at night. We call for it. We call for whatever is needed in this moment. I've got the strength for this moment. Tears in my eyes. How about you, Lauren? Oh, yeah. Talk to me, sweetheart. Well, I feel it. I feel it being lifted. I feel it being lifted from me, you know? Right. Right now. Yeah, the heavy weight. Yeah. 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 That's where our strength is in the invisible. I'm invisible. I mean, I'm talking to you, right? Lawrence, I'm talking to you, and I'm invisible. Yeah. 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 I, I, appear to be real because we're on this planet together at the same moment at the same time and we have physical bodies. But I'm invisible. Call on the invisible. That's my mantra. Well, one of them. Call on the invisible. You're supported. You've got a whole a whole masterful living group behind you, with you, supporting you. You know, like God's got your back, masterful living has your back. I know, I feel it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. I know you've had a, a near experience. That's right. What did you say? I said I know I, that you've had a near death experience yourself. Oh, oh yeah. I know that you know that the invisible is there. Oh, a- absolutely. I mean, this is not this is not something that I have. Ever 
right. course, since, since then. But you what? It, this is not something that... That I, that I ever question. I mean, I, I don't question the reality. Go on, I'm Gerard. That's all on them. They're there. Yeah. They are there. Every yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. I am, I am so grateful. I am so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are so grateful, Wes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No. Okay. It looks like our time is up. We can do two things. We can talk more or we can be filled and let's say a prayer. I can say a prayer for us going out. Would you like that, dear heart? Yes, I would. Okay. We'll do that. Ah, there we are, brothers and sisters. Explorers of the mind, explorers of the heart-mind connection. That's who we are. Appearances of daunting prognosis, prognosis, diagnosis, la la la, whatever. These appearances of our love making transition. Appearances, we don't know, whatever. They're weighing heavily on us because. We still have thoughts of separation. And what I call forth right this second is all of our teachers, guides, and angels, all of the company of heaven. Oh, we are rainbow children. We are light. And light is all we were and all we are and all we're ever going to be. And there are these appearances. And we are courageous explorers in this. In seeing the truth of our being. In seeing the truth of truth of another's being. Anybody's truth. We see it. We see it. We accept it. We allow it. We allow this moment to be this moment. We let go of the past. We let go of the future of what we're going to do. Me, if George dies right this minute after I move in with him, I don't have a place to live. I already gave that up. I gave up what I'm going to do at 66 years old. I gave up. I gave up because I said, I will serve God in this. Because I know it's the truth. It's the way, it's the path. And how I do it, I call on all the angels, all my guides, Mother Mary, Kwan Metatron. Metatron, great for the violet flame of ascension. We call on them to help us, to guide us. In this moment, because this moment is the only moment. We don't care about the next moment or the past moment. We're dedicated to being the Holy Presence. And our dedication to being the Holy Presence brings kindness and relief and relief to the entire planet. I can see it in my brother's eyes when I am dedicated to the Holy Moment. I can see it. I can feel it. I know it. 
and I rely on it. It is the only way I'm getting through this transition, if there is one. It's a transition for me to see only the pure essence of beauty. To see only the graciousness of my friend, your partner. That's what we're doing. This is what we're doing and we're calling for assistance in this. And we know that the healing that we do, the courage that we have to forge through this with grace and ease and the invisible as support, we know that what we are doing is lifting all of our brothers and sisters in masterful living, all of our brothers and sisters on this planet, the entire planet, Mother Earth. Oh, she loves it. I know it because I see it. I know my Mother Earth. Yes, we are doing We are courageous. We are faithful. We are trusting. We do it. We continue to do it. And the ease and grace and the beauty. And the immediate results. It didn't seem like before there were immediate results. The immediate results of our standing in the light and holding the other person in the light, the immediate results are fantastic. They're amazing. They're miracles in themselves. And we're grateful for that. We share this. All benefit from our awareness. All benefit from our courage. All benefit from our dedication to the truth. To authenticity. All benefit. All beings benefit. All beings benefit. And that's who we are. And that's what we're doing. And so it is. Amen. 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 Lawrence Stillhart. Anytime you would ever like to chat with me, I'm giving you my number. Three one oh. Three one oh. Two one three. Seven nine. Seven nine oh one. Seven nine oh one. Anytime, day or night. Okay. You can call. And that's for anybody on Masterful Living, anytime, day or night. Anyone who hears this conversation, I'm willing and ready to hold the light for you. All right? Okay. Lauren? Thank you so much for being Christian. Blessings on Blessings on you and George. Thank you. And blessings on you and Rick. Thank you. Do you feel complete? I do. I do. Oh. How lovely. See? See how the invisible works? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. You have a little more energy, more vitality. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. God bless, and I love you, my brother. We love you, too. Bye-bye, darling. Goodbye.